Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Top of the fifth inning, the Bulldog shortstop Will Safford will lead it off. Ham struck him out in the third. First pitch is a ball low, one ball, no strikes. Left-handed hitter got his first home run of the season last night. Off-speed pitch right in there, and it's one and one. No shift for the Raiders. They're playing straight up the pitch. Missed outside. Two and one the count to Safford. Well, one of the things they found out last night is that his Louisiana Tech team is capable of hitting the ball just about anywhere, right? Swing and a foul, yes. They hit it everywhere last night. Two and two. Ham's pitch over, but low ball three. He's building up a little bit of a pitch count, is he not? He is. He's up at, uh, let's see, uh, right at 80 right now. Bull count, three and two. Swung on, hit high in the air to right. Going back to Snyder, that ball is not going to stay in the park. That is a home run, and that is the second in two games for Will Safford, who came into last night's game batting 140. He's not quite up to 200 yet. But a home run with nobody on will make it 11-2. to Hit number three and run number two off Jaden Ham. Leadoff man Dalton Davis steps up and he's hit by a pitch. Now last night after a home run by a tech batter, one of the Blue Raiders hit the next batter on with a pitch and they issued a warning to both teams which I thought was really entirely uncalled for because our freshman pitcher was just trying to throw a strike here's McLeod takes a strike nothing at one so Davis the runner at first one out or no outs rather wishful thinking 
Breaking ball, <clears throat> high, one and one. <clears throat> Raiders have sent Kota Sato and Eric Swan both to the uh, bullpen. Neither one of them has started throwing at this point. Certainly you want to get hammed through this inning if at all possible. With an 11-2 lead. Pitches outside, ball two, two and one. You certainly want him to be able to qualify for that uh, for that win if we can hold on to this thing. Brighter infield looking for a ground ball they can handle. Here's the pitch and a strike. Two and two. Davis, who was hit by the pitch, is the runner at first. Two and two to McLeod. Strike three call. There we go. Caught him looking. That is out number one. Eighth strikeout for Jaden Ham. Batter is Brody Droust. He is 0 for 2 with a fly ball and a ground ball. And wouldn't mind seeing another one of those ground balls. Off-speed pitch in for a strike. Nothing in one. Jaden's been using that off-speed pitch very effectively today. Keeping him off stride. 0 and 1 the count. Swung on, fouled out of play, and it's 0 and 2. Runner at first is Davis with one out. Swung on, again, a foul out of play, and it holds it 0-2. Looks like Sato is going to be the first man up in the Raider bullpen. Ball hit in the air to right center. Benson coming on, and he will make a running catch. Nice job by Luke Benson. That ball threatened to drop into no man's land, but Benson was able to get there and haul it in for out number two. And with two outs, the batter is George Corona, the catcher. He has walked and popped out. Pitch is taken for strike one. Yeah, I, th I think this is probably going to be the last inning for Jaden Ham. He's up into the 90s now on his pitch count. Just missed that mm. outside corner. One ball, one strike to Corona. Bulldog catcher. Eight home runs on the year for him. Fastball again just missed. Two and one. And the pitch. High ball three. Mm. 
So he falls behind three balls and a strike. Raiders leading 11 to two. We're in the top of the fifth inning. Ham checks the runner at first. Pitch is swung on and fouled out of play. Three and two. Ham comes set. Runner goes. Line drive, base hit. Center field. Runner was going on the pitch, but that ball was hit so hard that he yeah, it got out there to advance. Yeah, it got out there to Luke Vinson in a hurry. So first and second two outs. It's hit number four off Ham. And the batter is the second baseman, Bates. Had a double to right center in the fourth inning. One for two. And he drills it to right. That ball's going to be out of here. That was a no-doubter. That will be a three-run homer. And we'll make the score now 11-5. to As Bates crosses home plate with his 10th home run of the season. Wow. So that hit batsman cost him, cost him a run. Yep. That's got his pitch count up to uh, 98. Here's Matulia, takes a strike. Nothing in one. Matulia, one for two, had an infield hit in the fourth. Off-speed pitch misses, one and one. So Jaden Ham has been roughed up here in the fifth inning. Yeah, after pretty smooth sailing through the first four. Strike called on an off-speed, it's one and two. Didn't allow his first hit until the one out in the fourth inning. Two home runs in the inning by Louisiana Tech. There's a foul to the screen. Jaden had given up only two home runs all season, John, coming into this game, and he's given up two here in the fifth inning. Yeah, this is going to be it for him. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on, popped up. That might be playable. Jennings over, Rudder over, and nope, it's going to be off the screen. The count holds at one and two. Anybody ever say that this is an easy game to play? I haven't heard anybody say that recently. Swung on and a ground ball off his foot. Ham pounced on it, but that's a foul ball. Count holding out a ball and two strikes.
Bases empty, two outs here in the fifth. Time call, the batter asked for time, and Ham had already started his motion out there. Umpire doesn't have to grant him time. Swing and a miss. Struck go. him out, and the inning is over. That is all in the fifth. But the Bulldogs come up with four runs in the inning on three hits and nobody left. A couple of home runs in the inning cost Jaden Ham. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Halfway home in this one, Middle Tennessee 11, Louisiana Tech 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Jeremiah Boyd will lead it off for the Raiders here in the bottom of the fifth inning, 11-5. to five. And you're right, John, now's the time to start thinking about uh, adding some more yeah. runs to that total. Here are Sparks for the first pitch. And that is up high for ball one to Boyd. Well, after an inning like that, uh, Louisiana Tech remembers enough about yesterday to know that uh, they can they can score runs. Strike call to Boyd, one and one. And I think it's pretty safe to say that they're not going to be looking at Jaden Ham in the sixth inning. And the pitch, swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes. Single and a double for Jeremiah out of three trips to the plate today. Outside, ball two. This is probably the hardest thrower they've brought out yet today. He is the well, he's the only pitcher. One, he's the only one so far who's been able to pop the mitt. Foul back at the facade press box. Bounces down in the stands. And a youngster's got himself a foul ball. And his brother's down there, wants to look at it. Ah, he's not going to show it to him. <laughs> he said, you can look, but don't touch. Pitch fouled out of play. Two and two. Of course, he could always bring that, uh, that foul ball up here to the press box and get a valuable prize from, uh, from Zaxby's. Here's the pitch outside. Count goes full to Jeremiah. It's now three and two.
And the right-hander delivers, full count, fouled out of play. Down close, speaking of Zaxby's, down close to the Zaxby's foul pole down the right field line. So another 3-2 pitch will be in the offing here for Jeremiah Boyd. Outside ball four. Well, that's how you'd like to lead off an inning. Because we know what happens with leadoff walks, don't we? Leadoff walks are usually not good. Runner at first, nobody out for Briggs Rudder, has a single and a double and a deep fly out to center field. Out of Columbia, Tennessee. Got a lot of kids from Maury County on this roster. The pitch to Rudder is inside for ball one. Well, if you were talking to uh, Chip Walters, he'd tell you that's because Murray County is the center of the universe, yes, right? Yes, he would. He Something would along those lines. Tell you that. Mm-hmm. The pitch. Strike call. Took a little off. One yeah, and one. Yeah, that was a – looked like that might have been a slider. Had a little wrinkle at the end. Raiders leading 11-5. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. And Sparks with the pitch. Swung on, drilled to left field, a base hit. Rudder with his third hit today. And runners are at first and second with nobody out. It's hit number two off Sparks. And the batter is Galloway. He is officially 0 for 1, although he does have a sacrifice fly, and he's been hit by a pitch. Struck out in his one official at bat. First and second, no outs. Bulldogs have somebody stretching down in their bullpen, not throwing yet, though. Sparks with the pitch around a butt, and that ball almost hit him in the shoulder. He just ducked out of the way. This is a perfect bunting situation. First and second with no outs. We'll push both runners into scoring position. Take the double play out of order. Sparks comes set. He shows bunt. Takes the pitch low. Ball two, two and oh. Why is it that pitchers are afraid to take that out? By not throwing a strike? Yeah. And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. Not showing bunt. Swinging away. Hits it to the first baseman. Throw to second out. The return throw to first is... They called him out. Mm. I'm not so sure about that. Well, if we had uh, been at uh, if we had been up at Belmont the other day, that would have been one of many replays that yes. we would have had to have endured. Instead, three six a, three double play. Do have a runner at third base now? Unfortunately, two outs. So Rudder advances to third, and Snyder 
is the batter with two outs and a runner at third. Now that's Boyd at third. Swung on, fly ball, hit to left field, and that will end the inning. So a promising start, but a fly ball to left will end it. No runs, one hit, one left. We have completed five full innings. Middle Tennessee 11, Louisiana Tech 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Go to the sixth inning, and Jaden Ham has been lifted. His pitch count got up close to 100. Don't know if it went over or not. But it did. It went up to, uh, I believe it was 101, 105, 105 final. Eric Swan will come on in relief for the Raiders here in the sixth. Eric will be making his uh, 12th appearance uh, third in relief. He's thrown 39 and two-thirds innings, given up 33 runs, 31 of them earned on 43 hits, 32 walks, 44 strikeouts, 7.03 ERA, a one and five record. Swan came on and went an inning and a third at Belmont on Tuesday. Gave up a run on two hits, but he did close out the game for the Raiders. And he'll be called on here in the sixth inning. Bottom third of the batting order coming up for the Bulldogs. Get you some final numbers on uh, Jaden Ham here after the first pitch. Justin Williams will lead it off. Ham struck him out twice. Among his nine strikeouts. Swan's first pitch, swung on, fouled out of play, strike one. Jaden Ham goes five innings, gives up five runs, four of them earned on five hits, three walks, and nine strikeouts. Two wild pitches and a hit batsman. And a park tree and a pear tree. Well, that hit Batman was was expensive for him. Strike called. That one in there, the radar gun shows 100 on that pitch. 0-2 the count. Swung on, drilled foul down to the right side. Skips off the fence in front of the bullpen. Count holds at 0-2. 
Well, Murph is here, John. Haven't seen him a lot this season. No. Right, he's got a choice seat right there behind home plate. No balls, two strikes. Swan with the pitch outside, one and two. Eric out of Oakland High School. 6'6", 240 pounds, a junior. Came back with uh, off speed at 86. (laughs) One and two, the count. Strike three call. Fastball at the letters. And that is out number one. And that, again, was uh, back up at 100. You know, that's, uh, that's got to be – what do you do? You see a couple at 100, see one at 86, and then he comes back at 100. Here's Birch. Ham struck him out twice. And a strike is called at the belt. Nothing and one. That one at 101. Strike two called. So I don't guess we'll see Swan starting game three tomorrow. <laughs> no, we won't. Uh, he let up a little bit on that one, Dick. It, it was only 100. Two strikes the count. Swan looks for the sign and delivers outside. One ball, two strikes. Raiders leading 11-5. We're in the top of the sixth inning. Just missed outside, 2-2. Two and two. I see at least one scout down there with his own radar gun. I'd like to know what his readings are saying. And the pitch to the plate misses low for ball three. So a full count, three and two. Well, everybody knows that he can throw hard. You know, I, I'm not sure that his sweet spot, though, is at 101. Base is empty, one out. Swan's pitch. Swung on and missed. That was a half-hearted swing on an inside pitch for strike three. Two outs in the sixth. Interesting fact here. Williams, the number seven hitter. Birch, the number eight hitter, have struck out a total of six times between them. And the number nine hitter, Safford, hit one out of the park. But he also had a strikeout, so that's seven strikeouts and a home run. Swung on a sharply hit ground ball. DJ up with it. He'll win the race to the bag, and that's all in the sixth inning. Swan comes in, sets the side down in order. Nothing across. We will go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Middle Tennessee 11 and Louisiana Tech 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. 
Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders leading 11-5. to five. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you on a Saturday afternoon. Nice sunshine. And D.J. Wright will lead it off for the Raiders in the sixth against Alex Sparks. First pitch swung on and fouled out of place. Strike one. There we go. That one hit right to our right in the grandstand, and the youngster got himself a ball. Now, Sparks has been there. Most effective uh, of the afternoon, now in his third inning of work. DJ pounds it to the left side. Third baseman McLeod up over to first. And that is out number one. One down in the sixth inning for Gabe Jennings. Jennings hitless in two trips with a walk. Tall right-hander Sparks delivers a strike called. The inside corner of the plate. Sparks listed at 6'4", 185. He's tall and slim. And a line drive caught by McLeod. Mm. Third baseman picked that one out of the air, and that's out number two. I thought that one was going to get through. So two up, two down. Third baseman McLeod has handled both chances, and the batter is Luke Benson. Benson has a single. He's been safe on an error and hit into a fielder's choice. One out of three. Left-handed batter and cuts it to first pitch, fouls it off out of play. Strike one to Benson. Swung on, ground ball to short, backhanded. The ball is booted, and I don't know if they'll give him a hit on that. He had to go in the hole to backhand it. Yeah. They're going to give him a hit. So that'll be the third hit allowed by Sparks. And with two outs, the batter is J.T. Mabry. And they've had trouble getting J.T. out today. He's been on base all four times. Safe on an error, two doubles, and a single. Benson leads it first and draws a throw. So I guess uh, Mabry feels uh, comfortable being back in that leadoff spot, John. Well, uh, he's making a strong case for staying there, isn't he?
Check of the runner, and the pitch is an off-speed pitch. Strike call. Nothing and one. Uh, Sparks, uh, as I said, is in his third inning of work. He could uh, end up going all the way as long as he can stay effective. He's uh, He's been a starter quite often. Well, he's had six starts. He's gone as many as six innings. Had another start, he went five innings. Benson leaves and draws another throw. I suspect at this point uh, the Bulldogs would like to not totally burn their bullpen for tomorrow. Mabry waiting. The pitch is swung on and fouled out of play, and it's 0-2. Raiders leading 11-5, batting here in the sixth inning. Two outs, runner at first. And again, Benson draws a throw. That one was a little closer. Sparks comes set. And the pitch. Mabry takes it outside. The catcher throws to first. Benson back in there. Oh, that was a... Corona made a good throw. Corona threw that from a from a squat position. Yeah. And the pitch. Mabry hits it up the middle. That is through for a base hit. Benson turns second and will head to third. So first and third with two outs. And for Mabry, his fourth hit of the game. Fourth hit off Sparks. And we're just in the sixth inning. So here is Brett Coker. Two singles and four trips, two runs scored. First and third. Sparks. Coker, a 280 comes, hitter with two outs. Comes set, and the pitch swung on, hit to center field. That one might drop. It does. A run is in, and around second. They <laughs> they had Vincent out in no man's land, but nobody was covering second, and yeah. he got back. So Vincent scores on the base hit by Coker, and Man. Mabry <laughs> He almost took too big a turn, didn't he? Yep. Well, they're definitely falling in for the Raiders today, yeah. and that was not the case last night. And now we'll have a visit to the mound. Now, this is the pitching coach coming out. And they've got a left-hander that has started throwing in their bullpen. So it's 12-5. to five. We need to get a few more of those runs back, don't we? Runners had first and second two outs for Jeremiah Boyd, who – has a couple of hits today. Did we ever get a final on that 
uh, suspended game? Yes, we did. Uh, uh, Dallas Baptist ended up uh, scoring uh, three in the top of the 12th. Rice came back and scored one in the bottom, and Dallas Baptist won it eight to six. So the conference has broken up. Jeremiah Boyd stands in. He drew a walk his last at bat after a double and a single. The pitch takes a strike, mm. nothing in one. You thought that was high, didn't you? I thought it was high. I think Jeremiah thought it was high. One strike to count. Sparks come set. Runners first and second. And a bound ball off the first baseman's glove, scrambles for it, and tosses to the pitcher covering for the out. So that is all in the sixth. Play goes three to one. First baseman to the pitcher covering. One run on three hits, two left. All right, here are your totals after six for Middle Tennessee. 12 runs, 16 hits, one error. And for Louisiana Tech, five runs, five hits, and two errors. Raiders lead 12 to five going into the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Eric Swan got to start his second inning of work for the Raiders, who lead it here by a score of 12 to 5. Briggs Rudders throw down to second and do up the top of the batting order for the Bulldogs of Louisiana Tech. Tech won yesterday's game by a score of 18 to eight. And the Raiders with a little payback today, leading 12 to five here in the seventh. Dalton Davis, the first baseman, will lead it off. We still need to get nine more outs though. Swan had a one, two, three, sixth inning coming in in relief of Jaden Ham. His first pitch to Davis, high for ball one.
Righty comes back, and the ball is popped up in the infield. It's going to be Coker, the shortstop, to make the catch for out number one. One down, and Logan McLeod, the third baseman, will hit. He has walked twice and struck out. All of that against starter Jaden Ham, who went five innings. Swan with the pitch right in there for a call strike at 98. James Sells is now down in the Raider bullpen, but not throwing. Strike two called, caught the inside corner, and it's 0-2. I have a feeling that uh, Kota Sato will get the start tomorrow. What do you think? Possibility? Might be the only the only one we've one got. Left, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two strikes to count. Strike three called, change up at 85. Caught him looking. How about an 85-mile-an-hour changeup? We've had guys throwing their fastball at 85 today. Three strikeouts for Swan out of the five batters he has faced. Here's Brody Droust, the right fielder. Over for three. I see scouts down there. and Swinging a foul out of play. They're seeing, uh, They're seeing what they want to see. They exactly. came here hoping to see. One strike to count to Droust. He swings it from the left side. It's out of Lake Charles, Louisiana. Transfer from LSU. I think they're, aren't they the uh, number one team right now in the country? Could be. Pitches outside, one and one. See my friend Eddie Taylor at the ballpark with his grandson. There's a swing and a foul, one and two. Get them out while they're young. Maybe they'll like the game. Absolutely. Huh? Absolutely. One and two, the count to Droust. Swan with a pitch. Swing and a foul straight back. I think about my own grandfather, and I don't think we necessarily had a whole lot in common except our, our last name and Cardinal Baseball. It's a pretty good legacy. I tell you what. One and two to Drouse. Two outs, bases empty here in the seventh. And the pitch. High for a ball, one and two, or two and two. And my, my own grandson got to see his very first Major League Baseball game with his granddad watching the Cardinals play. Two balls, two strikes. Strike three called, and the inning is over. Impressive wow. <laughs> performance by Eric Swan. Six up, six down, four on strikes. Seventh inning stretch time at the ballpark. It is Middle Tennessee 12 and Louisiana Tech 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. And we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Raiders leading 12-5. to This is the 29th of April and in 1939. Okay. John, on a chilly Saturday afternoon at Yankee Stadium, <clears throat> Lou Gehrig comes to the plate in the fourth inning. Singles off Washington pitcher Ken Chase for his 2,721st and last hit. The most ever in Yankee history. That record stood for over 70 years and was broken by who? Mr. Jeter. Derek Jeter, 35-year-old team captain, broke the mark in 2009. Historic day in Yankee history. Yeah. and uh, In baseball history. That's right. Was it the next day that he uh, sat down and... That record of consecutive games was broken? I think so. And 2,721 hits in a career. Came out of the Ivy League, I think, didn't he? Uh, he played a year at Columbia. He sure Rick's did. Rick's rudder will lead it off for the Raiders in the seventh inning. Sparks with the pitch. And a little swinging bunt. The pitcher off the mound picks it up and fires to first and gets him by three steps. Rotor with a full swing and just dribbled it off the bat to the left of the pitcher's mound. One out in the seventh. Here's Galloway. Jackson's looking for his first hit, although he has driven in a run with a sacrifice fly. Alex Sparks, the pitch, driven to right field. That sends the right fielder back on the track. And that one's off the wall. Galloway's on his way to second. Pulls in with a stand-up double. There you go. Ordered up a hit for Jackson. I thought that ball might leave the park, John. You know, I think the right fielder thought it might leave. And it, uh, had there just been a little bit more wind blowing out, it might have. 
Runner at second, one out for Eston Snyder. He's looking for his first hit. He's had a couple of walks. One on, one out in the seventh. Raiders on top, 12 to five. The pitch, Snyder looks at strike one. They've got a right-hander. Starting to throw down in the uh, Bulldog bullpen. One strike to count to Snyder. The pitch swung on and a little looper into center field. Is that one going to drop? It yeah. does. Galloway's going to get a late start to third, but the ball was not handled cleanly out there, and he'll advance to third. So first and third with one out, and both Galloway and Snyder pick up their first hit of the game. I tell you, when you saw Galloway having trouble getting his footing at, uh, there at second base, I'm saying, oh, you might just, and they are calling that a hit. Seventh hit off Sparks. The batter is D.J. Wright. Single, a double, and he is twice grounded to third. So McLeod is on alert down there with one out. And a throw instead goes to first base. Gabe Jennings on deck now. The only Raider without a hit so far this afternoon. Yeah, he was robbed of a hit by the Boy, third he baseman. he sure was. That last hit bat, he scorched a line drive. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and popped up. Is that going to be out of play? I think it will be back toward the grandstand. And... One big bounce, and it goes down to the reserve box seat section. Now we're going to find a kid. Hold your hand out, John. (laughs) That kid picks up. Now his brother got a ball, and now he's got a ball. There you go. Is he the one whose brother wouldn't let him lick at his baseball? That's it. Strike called. That was a nice breaking ball there. Nothing in two now to D.J. Wright. So they've each got a ball, and now the picture's being taken by Dad. Throw to first, runner back. Whoa. That was very close. D.J. Wright waiting patiently. Sparks comes set and again throws to first. The runner back. Um, They want to wear those white pants again tomorrow. They're going to have to do some heavy-duty cleaning over over the evening, aren't they? Yep. Here's the pitch. And a line drive caught by the shortstop. Everybody gets back safely. Caught that at the top of his leap. Timed it just right. Yeah, if uh, if he doesn't time that right, that's uh, singled into left center and going to score a run. So two outs, first and third, and the batter is Gabe Jennings, 0-4-3 with a walk. And like I said, the only Raider without uh, at least one hit. 
And another throw to first, the runner back. Snyder over there can run, and Louisiana Tech. They know they, it, don't they? Yeah, they, they read all the press re- releases. They know what, what his stats are. Pitch to the plate is low. Got away momentarily from Corona, but he scrambles after it. Ball one to Jennings. So I wonder if Swan's going to come out for another inning. He's set down all six that he has faced, and nobody's throwing in the pin. No. Raiders on top, 12 to 5. Sparks, the right-hander, delivers in the dirt low. The runner with a late break. Snyder will go to second. I think that'll be a wild pitch. I think you got to call it a wild pitch. So second and third. Like you said, that was a late break. He was not running until the ball got into the dirt. Two balls, no strikes to Gabe Jennings. Yeah, Jennings now base hit, probably scores, picks up two RBI, and those would be big ones. Sparks come set. Pitch is uh-huh. a strike call, two and one. Got the inside corner on that one. There's been almost no breeze today. Very little. None right now. Ground ball to short. Run will come across, but they get the out at first. And that's going to do it in the seventh inning for the Raiders. No runs, two hits, but two left. We've completed seven full innings. Middle Tennessee 12, Louisiana Tech 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the eighth inning for the Raiders. Eric Swan starts his third inning of work. He has faced six batters. He has set down six batters and struck out four of them. That's pretty impressive. This is George Corona, the catcher, to lead off. He has a single and a walk in the game. 
Swan ready to work to him. First pitch to Corona is swung out and missed. Strike one. At 84. Wow. And that changeup looked like the fastball. That's what you want, right? Check swing and a strike. Called by the first base umpire on appeal. Nothing in two. So he throws the changeup, comes back with the fastball. What do you do here? Swing and a foul back. Went back to the heater. He sure did. Count holes at two strikes to Corona. Now this would be a good, uh, good place to throw that uh, that slider down and uh, down and away. He'll have him digging holes and digging himself into the ground. Swung on a fly ball to left center. Vincent moving over. Got plenty of room out there and makes the catch. Four out number one in the eighth inning. And that's what they did. They came back with the slider. And with one out, the batter is Ethan Bates. Bates with a three-run homer in the fifth. Helped close the gap a little bit. Home run and a double for this left-handed hitter. Takes the pitch high for ball one, who's also the team's closer. Has seven saves. Swan's pitch, swing and a miss. 99. One ball, one strike. Right-hander delivers, swung on and fouled. And the count will go to one and two on Bates. It's been mostly cloudy today. The sun has popped out on occasion. Fly ball, right center, long run. But Vincent is going to get there and haul it in for out number two. Two fly balls to center field, and the batter is Philip Matulia. Has an infield hit in three trips. He is the last of the Bulldogs not to have seen uh, Swan in this uh, outing. The only senior on this in this starting lineup for them. Takes the pitch low. One ball, no strikes. Left-hand hitter. Ooh. Just missed outside with the fastball. 2-0 and oh the count. And just barely missed. Felt like this home plate umpire has had a pretty good strike zone, though, uh, today, Dick. Strike called. Got that corner that time. Unlike the gentleman oh, we gosh. had last night. Two balls and a strike. He was more like the one we had <laughs> The one that we had at Belmont. Yeah. Mm. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Swung on, fouled, and it's 2-2. Two and two. 
Two outs, bases empty in the eighth inning. Raiders on top, 12-5. to five. Trying to even this series up. The 2-2 pitch. Again, foul to the screen. Count holding at 2-2. Two and two. I think Matuya is just wishing and hoping. That last one came in at 99. Oh. Outside, ball three. Full count now. Yeah. Second time he's gone full on a batter, and uh, this is his ninth batter face. He went full on Birch and struck him out. High inside, and that will be a base on balls. So that's the first base runner that Swan has allowed. Matuya at first, and now Williams, who was the first batter he faced, and got him on a call third strike in the sixth inning. Williams stands in. Runner at first, two outs. Big right-hander comes set, and the pitch. Missed oh. the knees, ball one. That didn't miss by much. High ball two. Now that one did. Two and oh. First two outs. I see a catcher getting up. There's a strike call, two and one. And James Sells on his way down to the bullpen. The pitch. Low for ball three. Three and one. So Sells is going to go down there and get loose. Swing and a miss. He's after that crippled pitch and didn't get it. Full count. Three and two with two outs. The runner will be off with the pitch. They will not hold him at first. DJ Wright backs up. There goes the runner and a swing and a miss. Struck him out to retire the side. Gets Williams for the second straight time. And in the inning, no runs, no hits, one left. And that is the fifth strikeout for the Raiders' Eric Swan. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth. Raiders leading 12 to five on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. 
It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we move to the bottom of the eighth inning. The Raiders leading 12 to 5. We'll have Luke Benson to lead off. And then the top of the batting order. Alex Sparks back for his fifth inning for the uh, Bulldogs from Ruston. He's only given up one run. And that came in the sixth. Uh, he's been a, he's eaten a, a bunch of innings and saved that bullpen because they were in the, on the path to some major problems. They were burning pitchers there for the, like crazy for the first three, four innings. Luke Vinson takes the first pitch, low for ball one. Vinson has a couple of hits today. Actually, for the first, well, they used four pitchers in the first three innings. Pop fly, shallow right field. Second baseman back, gives way to the right fielder. Droust will make the catch for out number one. One down here in the eighth. Now, J.T. Mabry with a chance to get his fifth hit. John will stand in there, four for five. Safe on an error in his first at-bat. Double, double, single, single. I think Eston Snyder was the last player to get five hits in a game. Yep, back in uh, at the beginning of this very month. That ball fouled into the Raider bullpen. You know who was the last player to get six hits in a game was? I did know that, but it... it oh, it was this guy here, J.T. Mabry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pitch to the plate. Ground ball to short. That won't Saffled be it. Up, throws to first. High throw, and he's safe. Wow. That'll be an error on the shortstop. Yeah, that's got to be an Saffled. E6 on the, on the throw. So Mabry at first. He's been on twice on errors by the shortstop and has had four hits. Been on base every time. Here's Brett Coker. Three hits and five trips. Right-hander delivers high, ball one. Short lead by Mabry. Ball drilled, but the second baseman's gonna get it. Throws to first, got him, doubled him off. Mabry couldn't get back in time. Coker hits into a line drive double play, 4-3. And that's going to do it for the Raiders in the eighth inning. No runs, no hits, one error. Nobody left. We'll go to the ninth. Raiders lead it 12-5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Take you into the ninth inning with the Raiders leading 12 to 5. Eric Swan will try to close it out here. He has pitched three outstanding innings, has only faced one batter over the limit, and that was on a walk. He has struck out five of the 10 batters that he has faced. And that walk was on a 3-2 count, as I recall. It was. Paxton Birch, who is 0 for 3 with three strikeouts, will lead it off. He's the center fielder. Takes a strike at the letters at 98 miles an hour. Nothing in one. Birch swings and misses 0-2 the count. Shadows from the football stadium beginning to creep across the outfield. Swan ahead in the count, two strikes. Pitch is swung out and missed. Got him on a high fastball at 99. Well, here's something, John. Yep. Williams has struck out four times. Birch has struck out four times. Between the two of them, they're 0 for 8 with eight strikeouts. I'd say that's a twin double som- uh, <laughs> golden sombrero, right? In four, the golden. Here's Will Safford. He has a home run in three trips. Number nine hitter takes a strike call. Well, between Jaden Ham and Swan, so far that's uh, let's All see, one, two, three, four, five, six. That's 15 strikeouts on the afternoon for Raider pitching. One ball, one strike, and the pitch. Check swing and no appeal, no swing. Two balls and a strike. Last night, John, Blue Raider pitchers struck out three. And we're lucky to get that <laughs> Well. Swung on and a fly ball to right field. That was well hit. It's gone. And that was out of here. And Safford with his second home run of the game and third of the series. I think he might move up from number nine in the batting order. Well, at least he'll stay in the batting order. 
First hit, first run off Eric Swan. Caught that fastball just right. Well, you know what? If you if you're throwing it 100, and you hit it just it get that, just it's going to go out at 100 plus. It's 12 to six. Strike call to Davis. Dalton Davis, 0 for three. I think we've talked about this before, though. You look back at the history of baseball. The hard throwers, hard throwers are prone to give up the long ball. Strike two call, nothing at two. Yeah, I think Nolan Ryan gave up a few in his career. Mm-hmm. People don't remember him for that, though. Randy Johnson gave up a few. Ground ball to short. Coker up and a throw across. Oh, what a save by D.J. Yeah. Wright. A throw in the dirt, and he tagged the runner. He caught it on the hop and then tagged the runner. How many times have we talked about wow. D.J. Wright saving his infielders? And that was another one. Two outs in the ninth. Here's McLeod, who has struck out twice, once against Swan. There is just no telling how many errors D.J. Wright has saved this season. First pitch to McLeod as a ball outside. 12 to 6. The Bulldogs had 21 hits last night. They've got six today. Pitch comes inside, ball two, two and oh. Raiders have 18 today, but uh, doesn't look like we're going to be hitting in the bottom of the ninth. Well, let's hope not. <laughs> the 2-0 pitch, high ball three. Eric overthrowing a little bit there. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors again. Law offices of John Day, textbook brokers, Wendy's, First Vision Bank, our strikeout sponsor. They've had a lot today, and there's a strike call to McLeod, three and one. Old South Properties, our home run sponsor. I don't think we've hit a home run. We today, have not. Yet. Pitch to the plate, outside, ball four, and he walked him. Second walk allowed by Swan. And with two outs, the batter is Brody Droust. So McLeod is uh, struck out twice, walked three times, and that's going to get uh, a visit to the mound. Coach Jerry Myers will come out, try to settle his Big right-hander down a little bit. Say, son, I do not want – oh, they're going to the bullpen. So we're going to have a change here. Wow. We will take a break, and we'll tell you about our new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from no, Learfield. You know, I, I thought uh, – the umpire thought that he had signaled for him. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. False alarm. There was no call to the bullpen. Droust on an 0-2 count, singles to left, put runners at first and second with two outs. And the batter is George Corona, the catcher. Well, I was not the only one that was fooled because the umpire at first base had already turned his back on the, to the infield and was walking to the dugout uh, to the down the line to make a signal to the bullpen. Pitch to Corona, low and outside, ball one. So Swan remained in the game and got ahead of Drouse 0 and 2 yeah. and gave up a single to left. One, two, that's only the second hit. There's the ball hit. Down the left field line and into the corner. Into the corner. That's, That's going to score two. And maybe there should have been a change, huh? Mm. So now it is 12 to 8. And that is a double for Corona. Drives in a pair. <clears throat> Third hit, third run off Eric Swan. The batter is Ethan Bates. He's had a home run and a double. It's flied out and struck out. And now time called as Briggs Rudder will trot out to the mound. Have a word with his pitcher. Well, Eric was doing just fine until... Safford hit that solo home run, the second batter in the inning, after right. he struck out Birch. He get, did get Davis on a grounder, but then he walked McLeod, gave up a single to Droust, and now a double to Corona. And it's a 12-8 to eight game with two outs in the ninth inning. Need Coach, to. Coach Myers does not want to use cells today. Well, he's going to be using somebody because this is his second trip to the mound. This is for real. <laughs> so we will have a pitching change, and we'll be back to tell you about that after this on the Blue Raider Network. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. So the Raiders are forced to make a pitching change with two outs in the ninth as James Sells will come in from the bullpen and try to get the last out. We got a runner at uh, second base. Eric Swan goes uh, three and two thirds, gives up three runs. Right now he's given up what one, two, three runs. Three hits. All in this inning. Yeah. Couple walks, six strikeouts. He was really, really good for uh one, two, three and a third for sure. Until this inning, that's the best I've seen Swan pitch. Oh, no in, doubt about it, Dick. Three years. Absolutely. I don't know what happened, but somehow he lost it here in the ninth. But he's not the first pitcher to do that. How many times in the last 17 years have we talked about that 27th out being the hardest in baseball? Well, let's see if we can get it here. Here's Bates. James Sells, first pitch, right in there for a strike, nothing and one. Runner at second, two outs. Check swing and a strike, nothing and two. Wouldn't mind him coming in, getting a three-pitch strikeout. I think uh, he might be able to go again tomorrow. With that kind of uh, outing. Ball outside. Ooh. Well, he went three straight days at Western Kentucky, so I think, yeah. I think he could go tomorrow. I think you're right. If needed, one and two. Sales hmm. come set. And the pitch. Ground ball through the hole, a base hit. Corona is going to be held at third. The throw comes in, and it's first and third with two outs. And the batter will be Matulia. Matulia is one for three with a walk. That hit by Bates was his third of the game. Now this will be the fifth hitter that we faced looking for that 27th out. Strike call, nothing and one. Matuya, the eighth man to bat here in the inning. And the pitch missed outside, one and one. Twelve.
12 to eight. Raiders leading with two outs in the ninth. Ball two is outside, mm. two and one. Sells goes for a little rosin. Two balls and a strike to the left-hand hitting Matulia. Ground ball to second, and Mabry's got it on the outfield grass over to first in time, and there's your ball game. So James Sells comes on and does allow a hit, but gets him out. And in the ninth inning, they score three on one, two, three, four hits. Three runs, four hits, two left. And the final score, Middle Tennessee, 12, and Louisiana Tech, eight. So the Raiders even this series at one game apiece. They improved to 11 and nine in conference play. Louisiana Tech drops to 10 and 10. Overall, the Raiders are 22 and 20, and the Bulldogs are 21 and 23. So that sets up the third game and the rubber game of this series tomorrow afternoon at one o'clock. The winner of that game wins the series and uh, will uh, <coughs> probably be uh, a little bit happier ball club than today if you're Louisiana Tech, that's for sure. And the Raiders even up the series coming back from a lopsided loss in game one yesterday. So all's well that ends well. Well, you want to get that uh, 27th out, and it took us a while to do it. Uh, we did not have to burn through the bullpen today, fortunately, because there wasn't any or wasn't much bullpen to burn through. Um, Jaden Ham did what he needed to do. Go, goes out and gives us five good innings. Um, Eric Swan, and, and I agree with you, Dick, that's the best we've seen him pitch this year. Until the ninth. Until the ninth. So the Raiders win at 12-8. to eight. Stay with us. Our postgame show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Welcome back in. Welcome to our postgame show. The Raiders win game two of the series against Louisiana Tech by a score of 12 to 8. And, John, just as we talked about before the game, it was uh, bounce-back time and forget about that uh, ugly game yesterday and come out and win one, and that's what they did. Well, they made a bold statement in that first inning, pushing five across and uh, knocking out uh, the Louisiana Tech starter who goes, what, a third of an inning. third of an inning gives up five runs, four of them earned, on four hits, walked a couple of people. I think he hit a guy too, didn't he? He just uh, JT Mabry led off to the end yeah. by being safe on the shortstop's error, and then Coker singled, Boyd singled, Rudder singled, Galloway had a sacrifice fly to get in a run. Snyder walked, DJ Wright singled. Jennings walked, and the only way they could get an out was they finally caught Benson trying to advance to second (laughs) on a wild pitch. So five runs and four hits in that first inning. The second inning, they got four more runs. In the third, they picked up two, and they led 11 to nothing after three innings of play, and then the game kind of settled down. The Raiders uh, got a single run in the sixth after Louisiana Tech Scored one in the fourth and four in the fifth uh, to make it a an 11 to five game. Raiders went up 12 to five, and then uh, that uh, stood until that ninth inning when Tech scored three for the final of 12 to eight. But as we said, all's well that ends well. The Raiders win it, and it's uh, going to be flip a coin tomorrow. Who's going to win the series? Well. Uh... It's going to be a flip a coin for the Raiders. Who does uh, who to start? Um, kind of short uh, on pitching, and uh, 
We'll just have to see on that. I think it's a, a, to be determined, right? I'm sure it will be determined. <laughs> it will be determined. But, but My not, guess is probably uh, since Swan, uh, at one point, uh, they, uh, they've got Swan and uh, Kota Sato both working in the bullpen, and uh, they uh, chose to go with Swan. My guess is they go with Sato tomorrow. That's a, that's definitely a possibility. He's looked pretty good last two times he's been in there, so we'll uh, we'll see about that. Uh, we're going to go down on the field in just a moment for uh, Coach Jerry Myers and get his comments here after the game. Maybe he'll give us some hint about who's going to be pitching tomorrow. That game will start at 1 o'clock, and uh, we will have it for you with our pregame show at 12.45. Reminder that the Raiders do not have a midweek game uh, next week. They will travel to Dallas on Thursday take on Dallas Baptist. This, of course, is the end of the semester, and uh, finals, I'm sure, are going on right now, and uh, graduation set for next weekend, so it's it's a busy time. That'll be a good time for us not have to be on campus. Exactly right. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know if I was going to get a parking spot today, John. I, I came in and I found one empty spot here in front of the stadium. Well, I found one down at the very end of the parking lot down by the football uh, field. So we're waiting uh, to get Coach Myers on and get his comments. Uh, the Raiders with a good bounce back today. Jaden Ham started for the Raiders and was uh, gave up nothing after the first uh, inning when he walked a couple. No hits uh, through three innings. Their first hit came in the fourth inning with their first run. And uh, by that time, the Raiders had a very comfortable 11-1 to lead and then went on to win it by a score of 12-8. to So we're going to take you down on the field now as Austin Pert standing by with the head coach of the Raiders. Here with head coach Jerry Myers after Middle Tennessee's 12-8 to bounce back win over Louisiana Tech. What a difference 24 hours makes, obviously, after last night's game. Turn around, get on, get on early. Uh, what's it, what went into this? What went into that? Yeah, just, uh, you're right, it was a bounce back, first of all, but uh, the guys responded the right way. And uh, yesterday we talked about, you know, leaving this out here, you know, as soon as you walk out of here and, and try to get ready for the next one. If we would have won, we would have had to do the same thing. So we didn't like how it went yesterday. And, you know, so if you try to do too much, that's not the right response. If you try to make up for today, that's the wrong response. And you just got to you just gotta be ready to go and keep trying to do uh, uh, what you've done all year at times where you're putting pressure on by, by just being consistent. Have at bat after at bat, uh, set the tone on the mound, which we were able to do early in that game uh, with some really good at bats and, and Jaden Ham being as, as sharp as uh, we'd seen him in a while, uh, you know, especially setting the tone through the first four innings or so. How big is that run support for Jaden Ham? Was that a point of emphasis, getting him some run support early? I mean, it's always a point of emphasis, uh, but, uh, you know, we felt like we needed to do that period no matter who we had on the mound. But uh, obviously it helps a guy, gives you some freedom and gives you uh, an opportunity to uh, one mistake here or there in an inning when you have a have a cushion. It, it gives you a little bit of security and allows you to pitch freely and aggressively, maybe a little bit more than a, than a tighter game or, or being behind one or two runs. So, yeah, it absolutely helps. And, uh 
you know, it was a, a big part of uh, him him relaxing and staying aggressive and setting the tone for uh, the first half of that game. And then finally, Eric Swan, perhaps his most effective outing, especially since uh, being moved to the bullpen, especially after a night where you do use some pitching a night ago. How big is that to, to get, you know, three and two-thirds out of him, three scoreless? It was huge. And, uh, you know, we were, you know, thinking about whether or not we would use cells. And uh, once once he came out and was dominant uh, first time through the order or first five or six hitters that he faced, and then we started thinking about maybe let him finish it if he can. And he probably could have and, uh, you know, got to the point where uh, the way he throws and as aggressive as he was and as good as he was when he first came in, it's hard to maintain that a little bit. So it was probably right at that brink and uh, was – very close to being hot, so we went ahead and made that move. Perfect. Head coach Jerry Myers is here. Middle Tennessee back in action at 1 p.m. tomorrow for the series finale against Louisiana Tech. Thank you, Austin. Thanks to uh, Coach Myers for joining us after the game as the Raiders win it by a score of 12-8. to So we'll uh, have that rubber game for you tomorrow. John? Well, we uh, uh, look at the final numbers. Uh, Louisiana Tech managed uh, nine hits, eight runs on nine hits. Um, I was impressed by the fact that uh, we only walked five while striking out 15. Over on the hitting side, boy, what have the Raiders done here? J.T. Mabry, four for six. He reached two more times on errors. Uh, scored three runs. Brett Coker, a three-for-six afternoon. Jeremiah Boyd, two-for-four. Uh, Rudder, three-for-five. Uh, D.J. Wright, two-for-five. So you've got, uh, what is that, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, and Luke Vinson, a couple of hits. So you've got six Raiders with uh, with uh, multiple hit games. The only Raider not to get a hit was uh, Gabe Jennings, but he had an RBI. Uh, pitching uh, for the Louisiana Tech, they uh, they struggled for the first four innings. They went through four pitchers in four innings. Alex Sparks uh, did a great job out of their bullpen, came on through the final five innings, allowed only one run on seven hits, walked, no strikeouts. That was a, an, uh, an important number, I thought, for the Raiders. All of that, uh, those 41 at-bats, they only had two strikeouts on the entire afternoon. That makes a huge difference, especially when the other guys are striking out 15 times. Jaden Ham starts, goes five innings, gives up five runs, but only four of them earned on five hits. He struck out nine, only three walks. Eric Swan, uh, Coach uh, Myers, talked about what a nice afternoon he had Three and two-thirds. Ended up giving up three runs um, on three hits. But that was all in that, uh, what, his fourth inning of work, that ninth inning. And then James Sells comes on, uh, gives up a hit, but he gets the 27th out. And uh, with that, the Raiders uh, have a 12-8 to win. We played this thing in two hours and 54 minutes. I think that's it, Dick. All right, the Raiders uh, win it by a score of 12-8. to 8. Thank you for joining us on this Saturday afternoon. We'll be back tomorrow with the rubber game in this series, 12.45 for the pregame show, 1 o'clock scheduled first pitch as uh, the Raiders will 
go for the series win tomorrow. For John Cattle, our studio producer has been Connor Haynes. This is Dick Palmer. Thank you so much for joining us. See you tomorrow with more Blue Raider baseball from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.